Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Thax, the Gentleman Adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk, oh, probably about steampunk most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Tonight we are joined by friend of the show, Natalie McTavish. Natalie is active in the North Texas Steampunk community and a member of the Ghost Airship Allegory and has worked regularly at Steampunk November. Welcome back, Natalie McTavish. Thank you for joining the show. Okay, awesome. Because we've never been on together before. Yeah. I think you 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 or Kitty usually pop in when I'm not yeah, and, um, able to be on. And I work for Kitty out or I worked for Kitty out at Scarborough Fair. So at Scarborough Fair, but not at Steampunk November. No, I run the jail. Did we meet? Yeah, I threw Did you in jail, jail. this year. <laughs> <laughs> She's the sheriff yeah, on Facebook. <laughs> yep. It was the Natalie that was because, like I said, the Thax was saying Natalie McMasters on the, the post. And so uh, I didn't uh, feel yeah. like, yeah, I feel so, like yes. my name is like my steampunk name is Natalie McTavish, but my real name is Nicole McDonald. Yes. So you were the delightful person who put me in jail. Con- it, yes. gets, it gets confusing sometimes. <laughs> yes. I have pictures, All your thoughts yeah. look alike. I know all of us Scotsmen look exactly alike, okay. so <laughs> it's okay. Okay, well now I under- yeah. Okay, yeah. Hey, what's up? So. <laughs> yeah, because you sent me a whole bunch of pictures that you had taken or video and video of me in the jail. <laughs> Are we losing her a little bit? There, I think we're all a little bit uh, freezing up a little bit. Going. Yeah. Um, the weather My probably has something to do with it. Like I said, I don't know about any outages up here yet but and it's not supposed to get below freezing up here but i mean here we go i switched to yeah i switched to the 5g wi-fi instead of the 2g there you go i I don't even know 2g existed anymore (laughs) i didn't think it did either yeah uh apparently my town it does like (laughs) (laughs) it's still out there somewhere we're we're a little behind behind on on the the technologies around here. <laughs> but for those who are uh, listening from or watching from out of state, uh, we had uh, we had weather uh, <laughs> for the first time this year. Really, uh, it's been just yeah uh, unseasonably warm and dull, and suddenly uh, cold front flew in. Uh, Central Texas has had rain all day. Snow is encroaching on the Dallas Fort Worth area, and uh, yep, then Denton started an hour ago. Yeah, it's been raining all day here in like North Texas, too. Yep. So, yeah, Denton, it was raining all day, cold, but not like freezing cold. Yeah, but yeah, the snow finally kicked in. Pete Delkus said it was gonna start snowing, and he wasn't lying, and I'm very mad. So, <laughs> yeah, and down yeah. in Houston and along the coast, they've had uh, tornado warnings. Oh no! Of course. So that's it's, Texas. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's that's Texas in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. Get some rain, get some snow. Yeah. I think they've moved. It's moved past them now and onto uh, Louisiana and New Orleans. But it's okay. uh, it's a real threat down there right now. And yeah. I was just talking to um, uh, what's his name up in uh, Maryland. One of our listeners said he loves snow. Uh, 
and and he was sad that he hadn't gotten any. But I'm pretty sure it's coming for him now. If it's right. not already it's, there. Yeah, it's moving that way. Yeah. There's been waves, and I think one wave is hitting him now as the second one is passing through us. Uh, so, yeah. Well, like, like I was saying, I'm trying to explain on Facebook, if I used to be super excited about snow before I lived in Pennsylvania. I loved it. Every year in Texas, oh, I hope we get snow. And then I lived there and dealt with it all the time, and it's just... So I'm not trying to be mean when everybody's all excited about it, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean. I just so, I lived with it for too long. So oddly enough, I spent four years of of my life in West Texas, and we also got snow every year. Oddly, like just in the desert. <laughs> so uh, I'm doing my podcast. I told y'all. <laughs> Hello. I did. Okay. I'll do. Okay. That was my dad. <laughs> hi, hi, dad. dad. <laughs> they say hi, dad. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> talking to the computer. I had a business trip I had to go to in like December to Pennsylvania. And they just had a snowstorm, and I could not see the roads. I don't know how everybody anybody drives there. Because you have to. Nothing um, shuts down. <laughs> and, yeah, the guy I was with, he was from Michigan. He was just like, this is normal. I'm like, yeah. you're driving into nothing. How do you know what you're going to hit? You just go slow and hope you get there. I mean, there's no snow days unless the governor calls a state of emergency. And that happened once, I think, in the time that I was there. And that was 2007, the Valentine's storm of 2007. Yeah. And then I had to make another trip back to that same site in like, I think it was April. And there was still huge piles of snow in the parking lots of the grocery stores and stuff. Yeah. Most of it had melted, but it was still sticking around. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. Yeah. My, um, my ex-father-in-law, he liked to go out to the, uh, the parking lot at the mall in the spring when the snow piles were melting because of all the things that, like, the, the change and whatever the snow plows had scooped into the piles and when they would start to melt. He was like a treasure <laughs> out there in the snow piles. Yeah. Yeah, they were getting him a, a metal detector to take out there. So, yeah, he could, yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it stays. Like I said, from October to April, it's, it's there. Yeah. I mean, there's warm days, but it's just, it takes a long time to melt and it's dirty and it's, you know. The other day I was talking to a friend who was from Chicago and he told me he wanted to go to a place, he wanted to move out of Texas into a place that had snow, but not like all the time snow. (laughs) (laughs) Not Chicago. Texas. (laughs) Well, I mean, everybody has their natural phenomenon that they're comfortable with. For me, I was happy to move home to tornadoes you know and (laughs) blisteringly hot summers because and i used to be like oh i could never be you know too cold you know it's it's, i love the cold i hate the cold now i hate it and this summer was you know this summer was rough i will grant you that it was really bad this summer but still i will still take it over pennsylvania you know and zero degrees and and snow and but everybody has a you know a climate that they like better that they think they can function better in and you know for some people snow is is great and they love it you know it's rita like, says she she uh, grew up in north dakota and uh colorado for some time and still gets excited about yes. snow and i think that has uh something to do with uh, the the mountains that are right there uh 
in West Colorado and, you know, the Dakotas, which create much more diverse weather. So you get snow, but it didn't just sit there for four months. Yeah. It, it melts and it warms up and then you get another snowy patch and yay snow. And then it goes away and I, it's, it's different. I can, I can imagine it's very yeah. different. Yeah, that, I don't know, that would be, and like I said, when I moved up there, I loved it, you know, because I didn't know, but everybody's, you know, you just have to decide what you're, you know, what you like and what's, what works for you, you know, some people love it and, but I'm not a snow bunny, I would prefer to be, to be warm, (laughs) (laughs) it just functioned better, actually, if it was eternally fall, then I would be happy. There, that, that, (laughs) that, I'm good with like, 50 degree weather mm-hmm. sometimes rainy sometimes not. rainy yeah like I can wear my galoshes i can wear my raincoat yeah. warm up yeah yeah but uh, no victorian no, no. london yeah there we go or or you know seattle washington or that too yeah um but yeah no i'm, I'm not really a cold person like i do decently in the cold but that's like oh, except at Steampunk November, that oh, was that, that was cold that day. Yeah, um, I made the mistake of sleeping in a tent the first night. Oh no! Didn't um, it get below freezing that night? Huh? Didn't it get below freezing that night out there? Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we, no. my best, my best friend and I invaded our friend's camper the next mm-hmm. night. So that's when you puppy pile. Yeah. Because yep. I used to, I used to, I used to do SCA and yeah, some SCA events, like outside events in October and November, you would puppy pile in the middle of yeah. a tent. It's just yeah. everybody's fully dressed and in a pot. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. our friends, our, our friends had a camper like out in the parking lot and they were like, just, just, just come on. <laughs> yep. Like more bodies, the better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. No. <laughs> that was a terrible idea. And I was like, I can do it. I can, I can survive. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because that was cold that weekend. I mean, the, the middle of the day wasn't so bad once the sun came out. And but yeah, the my friend and her daughter, her daughter was so cold. Emery <laughs> was so cold that day. <laughs> she yeah. was not happy. She got better once the sun came out, and she had some hot chocolate. But uh, so, Thax, what weird beer are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I'm just thinking this conversation is better with a beer or something. <laughs> So, uh, once again, my local grocery was having a sale, practically giving it away. I have to buy some. So, this time, it the last time was a big mistake. I, I ended up that was with bad. something awful. That sounded <laughs> terrible. I don't even remember what it was. I think I blocked it out. Yeah. It was something organic <laughs> and gluten-free. I don't know. Yeah, It's shelf-stable. <laughs> okay. This time, uh, again, this was on sale, but this is going to be a better one. I got I've got Angry Orchard oh. Tropical. Yeah, I've had that before. That is really good. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, they I got a six pack for like four bucks. <laughs> what 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 flavors does it have in it? It it basically tastes like fruit punch. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a yeah, an I, apple I base. Yeah. Man, I I, I kind of hate food allergies because I have to like read every freaking thing to make oh, sure no. like one or two ingredients are not in there oh, no. and i'm like i hate it <laughs> okay so you actually want to know what's in it so okay. yeah <laughs> okay i just specifically want to know what if it has a has a grapefruit in it pretty much that's, that's oh pretty the grapefruit thing yeah oh uh, 
can't even read that. I love Angry Orchard. I yeah. I like the regular like hard cider. Yep. And I like fruit punch, but now I have to be careful about fruit punch. So Yeah. Yeah, Angry can, Orchard's usually I can't tell you what's in it. It's the shiny uh shiny can and the tiny prints and these <laughs> old eyes. I think it says water. <laughs> I need like honey glasses to, to read this, so I I, I, I can't tell you. I'll just look it up online. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking and I don't see that they have specific grapefruit and flavors, but it doesn't look like it's something that they include in most. Yeah, from what I can see, unless it specifically says it has, yeah, it's part of the flavor, then it doesn't look like they include it. Cool. I mean, I would still, you know, get a can in front of your face and look, but yeah, yeah it look like they included very much. So yeah, cool. Yeah. Might have to try that that one out. So yeah, yeah, that one's really good. I've had that one before. It's kind of a passion fruity, the tropical punch. Yeah, thing. yeah, the passion fruity thing. So it's good. Cool. Teasing up on warmer climates with the passion <laughs> fruit. With no snow. <laughs> no snow. <laughs> talking. What are you drinking tonight? I am back on my witching hour red blend. It's my favorite, and it's a uh, it's a little little better than a pothic. You know, a little bit more expensive, but not. It's still under 20 bucks, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's a little sweeter than Apothic. So, and it actually doesn't, doesn't hit me. I don't get buzzy from it. Like I do with Apothic. It's not as strong. So I like it better. Yeah. So it's good for a winter evening. Yeah. Witching hour, red blend, highly recommend. And Natalie, do you have a drink? Uh, I do. Oh. I actually have alcohol this time. Um, mine is uh, the Freak Show Cabernet Sauvignon. Ooh. Oh, okay. Uh, In that bottle. It's it's the one wine I can find pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because my, my favorite wine is a local wine. It's it's out of Fredericksburg. And what is most, it? It's a Fiesta Winery's front porch sitting. Okay. And it's got like a buttery taste to it. It's really nice. And this one is close to it. Okay. Um, so you like the cabs better? Like the... Most of the time, okay. um, unless they're like a super dry cab, and this yeah. is not, this is a sweet cab. Okay. So is the the front porch sitting, um, but I yeah I like these better most of the time, and I can yeah. find Freak Show at Chili's and Applebee's and Texas Roadhouse. So. See, that's how I am with like Prisoner. I love Prisoner, and you can get almost anywhere. They'll have a glass of Prisoner or Apothic. I've seen it at a few restaurants now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You find something that you can get anywhere and you just keep. <laughs> yeah. 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 You stick with what you can get. Yeah. Or what you like. Yeah. So, thankfully, HEB carries Fiesta Winery most of the time. But um, I was in Dallas when I bought this, not very close to an actual HEB. So, <laughs> I'd have to drive to Plano for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, which is 30 minutes to do that. <laughs> 30 minutes. But who cares? <laughs> okay, you're not that far from me then cuz Plano's about yeah, 30 minutes from where I am too. So. Well, I actually live in Cleburne, which is close No, I know to where Cleburne is. Yeah. yeah. I went to high school in Crowley. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's where <laughs> I currently live and many many years ago. <laughs> work work in Weatherford and my best yep. friend and my boyfriend live in Dallas, so I'm yep. all over the place all the time. Yep. So, yeah. All over the area. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of weird small towns up here. <laughs> yeah, there are. And Lawrence says he's drinking Big Bad Baptist Reserve, 12.1%. Oh, 
Lawrence likes those high gravity beers. He really, like really does. Yeah, that's like a beer and a meal. That's like Irish traveling food. <laughs> 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 that one I have not heard of. Although I did find out that the um, I don't know if I said this on the last one. I've been talking about the um, the London Fog beer that I've been getting at Harvest House. Um, Ooh, it's made by Denton County Brewing Company. They're right up the street. <laughs> They're it's a, literally- London, it's a London Fog beer. Beer. Yes, it is excellent. You need to come to Denton. I will take you to Harvest House. They're keeping it on tap now because Harvest House has like 45 different beers and ciders. But they're keeping, yeah, because like I said, DCBC is literally right up the street. I didn't know that. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, so they're keeping it on tap now because everybody keeps requesting it. But it's London Fog beer and it is, yeah, it's like, it's so good. I can't even explain. So yeah, come up. We'll go to Harvest House and yeah. Sounds good to me. I mean, Thax, you're invited too, but it's a longer drive for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of a longer. I mean, if you want to come up, I don't have a spare bed anymore, but I have my brand new couch and it's very comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, Denton County Brewing Company has London Fog beer. So, I don't know. Maybe you can order it. Let me see. And Rita's got her Canada dry, zero sugar. Hey, I like a Canada Dry. Big fan. It must be a special occasion. She's usually into the water. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, she's usually got her, her water going on. Good to stay hydrated. Lord knows we don't. Yeah, no, I didn't all weekend. And I kind of paid for it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Well, um, Has anything been going on with you guys, steampunk-wise, in the last two weeks or so? No. <laughs> Well, I did AkiCon and we did the the steampunk LARP there at AkiCon. I saw your yeah. pictures. Yeah. See, that was a loaded question. I already knew your answer, and I want to know all about it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, AkiCon had a whole lot of steampunk panels that I actually didn't get to go to, but um, I've been to most of those panels anyway because uh, I've worked Alcon with that same troupe. Um, the the LARP this go round was hilarious. It was called the Bandersnatch Affair, and it was the funeral of Lord Bandersnatch, who is the second richest man in the steampunk multiverse um, created by Mad Raven Productions. And there were like four of his mistresses there, like eight of his illegitimate children, and they were all vying for a piece of the pie. But his actual wife was also there, and she's like, no. Nobody is getting anything. Um, this is this is all going to me. And in the will, he Lord Bandersnatch put in like a like a like a clause that everybody had to play parlor games. There were three parlor games that they had to play, and they would rack up points. And whoever had the most amount of points would actually like have more favor in getting what they were there for. Um, I actually played a character named Sandy, who was a hustler who convinced Lord Bandersnatch to um, me and my and my counterpart, Sasha, who was played by my best friend, convinced Lord Bandersnatch to donate to uh, our fake charity, um, Save the Hipp- Hippogriffs. <laughs> <laughs> so we were trying to get that piece of the puzzle. Um, Caitlin did actually really well in convincing Lady Bandersnatch with, that we were on her side the entire time. Um, <laughs> and um, 
when in fact we were just trying to get our money and and, and GTFO. <laughs> um, there were some new players that had never played before. Um, one of my college friends was there. She had never played before. So a lot of times I was helping the new players kind of find their way through the game. Um, so that that I, I didn't do a very good job of getting my piece of the pie, but Caitlin got that handled, so I didn't really care. Um, <laughs> some of the new players, like, outshined some of us, like, veteran players. They were in it. They were making up. Like, they were trash-talking all of us, um, just throwing us under the bus, throwing Lady Bandersnatch under the bus. There was one girl, she was like, I don't think Lady Bandersnatch is who she really th- says she is. And, like... <laughs> I think she's just as low as the rest of us because she married into this high flutin' society and blah blah blah. Like I was like, dang, are you one of the mistresses? You must be one of the mistresses. Like or 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 as uh Scott Bracken started calling them the dalliances. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Um there was there was quite the like there wasn't like a huge steampunk presence at IkiCon. It was mostly anime related, obviously. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's mostly an anime cosplay convention. Yeah. But uh, you uh, staked out a corner. Yeah. I- I'm guessing. Yeah. No. Um, that LARP went really well. Um, a, a lot of new people got introduced to LARPing. Um, we had some new people to steampunk that just like created their own little steampunk airship. Awesome. Actually, they're a train. They're not even an airship. They're a train. <laughs> I remember that. They're like, yeah, ours, cool. is, ours is like a train. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, hey, whatever works. Whatever works. <laughs> um, so I told them about Steampunk November. Um, I think the other members of Mad Raven talked to them quite a bit because they came to the other panels. There was tea dueling, um, which is always fun. Yeah. Um, there was like LARP Q and A, so they got the like you could ask. We were me and Caitlin we were supposed to show up to that one, like we had planned to show up to that one, but um, we never get anywhere on time. Oh, like, like, but we looked cute as soon as we did because that was the day we were panty and stocking from panty and stocking with garter belt. So yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I said, I was watching the pictures come through. It was adorable. So yeah. that's an anime, right? That is an anime. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is an anime um, about two angels that got kicked out of heaven, one for being uh, too promiscuous and the other for being too gluttonous, I guess. Yeah, she was addicted to sweets, so she got kicked out of heaven for that. Um, that's the one I played. I played. Her name is Stocking. She was a little goth girl. So when Caitlin was like, you have shoes to play Stocking, right? I was like, you're asking this, and she's like, "I I asked this because I know, but I just wanted to make sure." I was like, yes, I have shoes to play stocking. So, and those, um, my shins hurt a lot after those shoes. I've had some shoes like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were like five inch platforms that might as well have been cinder blocks on the edge of my yep. feet. Yeah, yeah, they will murder you. Yeah. So then I switched into Sandy, who was like the female version of uh, Tommy Shelby from Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Because that's exactly what I went for. <laughs> like, he's a hustler. I'm a hustler. It works out. Um, the thing is, like, you don't get your character sheets until the day of the LARP most of the time. 
And once I got my 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 sheet, I was like, oh, I'm the nice one. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they pre-make characters and they just pass them out randomly to you and you got to kind of roll with it. So most of the time, yes. However, because it was known that Caitlin and I were going to be there, we had tailor-made characters for us. Okay. (laughs) Nice. Because the the, because Jim Trent likes us, so he's like, I'll give you these guys. So that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, it helps that like Lady Bandersnatch is probably the nicest person in real life. Um, she was also the event coordinator for IkiCon, so she was taking a break to come play with us. (laughs) Yeah, I'm shocked that she had the time. Yeah, um, and so a lot of her anger about the whole event <laughs> came out as ba- Lady Bandersnatch. <laughs> she was like, wow. this is very uh, stress-relieving. Was this like a whole weekend or, that this went on, or it was just like certain? Um, no, the LARP only took place on Saturday at 4 o'clock, okay. and it ran until about 6.30. Okay. So it, okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds like so much fun, though. Yeah, it was a whole lot of fun. We had a, we had a blast. Like I hadn't, I hadn't been to a con like that. Like gone all three days. You know, well, we only went twice. We bought, we bought tickets for all three days. But Friday night, we got in and we were like, no. <laughs> um, it became kind of Round Rock, wasn't it? Correct. It was at Kalahari, which is this cool little like indoor water park convention center thing. It's pretty oh, wow. Cool. It hasn't cool. been open for very long, and I haven't been in there. It's it's only been open for a year. Um, I know one of the guys who worked on it, and he's like, "That was that was a bitch and a half," but <laughs> it's built. <laughs> wow! So. All right, cool, very cool. Yeah. Aw, well, that's good. Yeah, but I was thoroughly exhausted yesterday. I showed up to work, and one of my coworkers was like, "You struggling to be here today?" And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. I am." <laughs> so, well, are you, are you going to be going down to the Galveston Steampunk Festival in April. When is that? April April 1st. 1st. Oh, that might. I don't know. That's a good question. It's the hot new thing. You got to go. No, we're, we're, yeah, we're going to go down. And my best friend um, that was uh, with me at Steampunk November and her daughter, her daughter is all about the steampunk. Now she wants a costume like mine. So (laughs) I need to get in gear and talk to Kitty. She's seven, right? Uh, Yeah, she's seven. Yeah, he is seven. So yeah, she's she's super excited. She wants like a little clockwork angel type outfit. So oh. we're like a little yeah. So we're gonna, but I just keep forgetting to message Kitty. So I'm hoping that if I say this out loud on the broadcast, that Kitty will independently message me. You know, she just tuned in, right? Yeah, Kitty's on the chat. I know she is. <laughs> I, I have ADHD and I don't remember to do anything. So <laughs> I appreciate it when people come to me and they're like, hey. Oh, and Rita is going to be there. Rita and Lauren. Awesome. Rita and Lawrence. Awesome. And two noobs. And two noobs. Okay. That might be something I drag the boyfriend to. Yeah. Since he's never been to anything like that. He, like, we had just started dating when Steampunk November started. Like, it happened. So he didn't come to that. Um, Plus, I work that one. You work very hard. I will say. Yeah. It's it's different when you're working. It's it's sort of. Not the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Kitty, I need you to remember because I'm not going to. And I think my brain is older than yours. So (laughs) you have to help me. (laughs) 
I am going to be 47 this year, so I need I need all the help I can get. But yeah, we're going to get a little outfit made for the baby, and we're all going to truck down on April 1st. And yeah, yeah tickets I think are on sale because I was okay. just trying to yeah I was trying to check the the website, but tickets are on sale and the hotels are all listed. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. And Thax is Erica coming to this one? Thax? I I don't know. Um, it just depends on how it shakes out at the time. It's too far into the future to, to really see, no, but somebody's got to take care of our pups at home. Ah. Oh, um, but, yeah. but we have a housemate now, and so that might be something uh, we can pawn off on him. We'll just have to see. Yeah, usually I have Shannon take care of my animals, and I take care of hers, but if we're both out of town together at the same time, we're going to have to... Uh-oh. Yeah. That's fine. We've got a, a fallback friend. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think and um, we're all going to be down there. I think Jack is going to be there, too, possibly. So I hope so. I hope so. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'm wearing the same thing that I did before because I don't have any extra outfits. But I know you and Jack are very snazzy. Facts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I feel like when I see people at, at, at uh, events and things and really, you know, nailing it outfits, I feel sort of weak sauce oh, no. <laughs> yeah me too like i have natalie and that's about it yeah. like um i actually took natalie's costume to IkiCon in case we like did show up on friday and i wanted to dress up um i made the joke that natalie is my lazy cosplay because um i don't have to do much with her i'm <laughs> a steampunk librarian i don't really have much outside of that <laughs> yeah because that's so. who i am yeah <laughs> so yeah no although i mean i did get a new corset from kitty and i'm gonna get a new piece a new harness but now outside of that i just i don't have time i like i had the custom outfit made and then i got too fat for it so yeah <laughs> it's pretty much all things that can stretch now <laughs> um i had to revamp natalie this year because i i outgrew all the old natalie stuff well, that's that's the worst part about getting stuff is that you don't stay the same size. And if things yeah. are custom made, then you're, although I don't know, maybe I can talk. Yeah. There's some of the stuff I have that might be able to work with it. I just, I don't. sew. so all of Natalie's like old pieces I threw into a box and I, I had like four teenagers working with me at the jail and some of them didn't have a whole bunch of pieces. So I was like, go through the box. Yeah. Those things will fit you. Cause you're all tiny. tiny. So <laughs> hey, that's good. Keep it going. Yeah. Recycle it. Keep it moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, Shannon, she bought a, a couple of pieces at Steampunk November. She got something from, I think, Kitty and from a few other places. So she's she's got her little outfit that she's already building. And then we just need to get the, the child. And, and Thax sent us a whole bunch of stuff. Her weird little Steampunk care package <laughs> <laughs> that's been filling the house with patchouli for the last two weeks. So, because Matt walked through yesterday, he was like, <laughs> Why does the house smell like patchouli? I'm like, it's the stuff that Zach sent us. He's like, he sent it that last sent it last week. I'm like, I know. It's just like working its way through the house. It's awesome. So yeah. Yeah, I've got to once I see the child, I'll give her the stuff that you sent for her. Well, the most the of parasol. that was for you. <laughs> I'm, yeah, but the parasol for her. So, yeah, yeah. 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 The baby parasol. So I just haven't seen her yet. But yeah, no, we'll get everybody geared up because my husband still doesn't have anything either because he's one of those. He doesn't want to dress up unless he has the whole outfit. That's understandable. Yeah, but it's also hard to do. Yeah. (laughs) 
it's you know not the most realistic thing to do it's easier to build with pieces but he's that's you know not how his brain works so you know whatever you have now is the whole outfit that's what i tried to explain the whole outfit oh you have another piece now that's the whole outfit it's always the whole outfit i tried but you know i i we all have our own neurodivergence that we're working with and you all know what i'm talking about And that's part of his executive dysfunction is that if he doesn't have the complete outfit, he doesn't want to. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, (laughs) We'll get him there. We'll get him there. We'll get him there. We will get him there. If we have to all gang up on him at the festival in Galveston, we will, we will, it'll be like a montage in an eighties movie. (laughs) We'll just all be running around the festival, grabbing pieces and yeah, that'll be awesome. (laughs) As long as he shows up. That's cool. Oh no, he's yeah, no, we're I'm not making that drive by myself. No. If if John does if we do end up going and John does end up going with me, he'll probably still be in goth clothes cuz that's just kind of way. That's his thing. So <laughs> Yeah, my husband's 51, so goth looks a little weird once you get to that age and you're yeah. Uh, I I can't agree with you. Uh He's 51 and he looks like Odin's. So. <laughs> so this weekend, uh I uh, I celebrated Edgar Allan Poe's Yes, I saw the pictures. That was awesome. Where did y'all go? This this place called the Glass Coffin. Okay. Which is really just just down the road. Did Uh, they open back up? uh, Yeah. I mean, they moved. They're in a new place. um, And they've already expanded into another building. So they have this this salon sort of sitting room and uh, uh, bar scene. It's, It's really, really cool. Um, and so they had this big event uh, for Edgar Allan Poe, and they've got uh, vendors and stuff outside. And the air was chilly, and it was nice, not hot. <laughs> you could wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and lots of the, I mean, it was mostly goths. Um, I, <laughs> we were probably, me and, and uh, Erica were the only steampunks there. But uh, yeah, we fit in with all the other freaks. It was cool. And there, there was definitely goths our age that uh, oh no i'm not my brother and my sister-in-law are absolutely middle of the picture of middle-aged goths they're 50 year old goths but yeah yeah. <clears throat> there's a certain classic goth look that that they uh that that, that suits us uh, yeah at this age <laughs> yeah no matt just has more of the the viking who writes code all day kind of look to him <laughs> Like the Viking that got stuck behind a computer and had to cut his hair. So, yeah. <laughs> he came in one day from the back porch and he stood over me. He's like, what do you think? And he had been out on the back porch smoking a cigarette and braiding his beard. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I like it. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been growing it in so he can he can braid it. So, <laughs> yeah, but he's got the short hair. So, because we did the before he really thought about the ramifications of it. He did the AI, the Lenza thing, and it kept either making him look like a Jedi master or a Viking. All of the Lenza pictures. <laughs> oh, we talked about this on the last one, about what they did to the... Didn't we? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the differences bizarre. between the men's pictures and the women's pictures that came out of Lenza were... Yeah. I hadn't worked with AI at all before yeah. two weeks ago. And after the show, I was like... Did you gonna- do it? <laughs> I started poking around and seeing what what's what, and uh, I did not go to Lenza because okay. I couldn't remember which which AI we were talking about. But um, 
I did. I didn't do Linza. I got. I went into Mid Journey, and I couldn't make the machine pay attention to me. <laughs> oh no! Because it's on like a chat board, and you like type in your request on the chat board, and the robot comes along and and starts work on each person's request. That's the one Jack did, right? Um, I think Jack was was yeah. yeah. He was talking too. about it, yeah. So I don't know what I was doing wrong, but since it's all on a chat board, I can see what it's already created for everybody else and use just like, you know, uh, uh, keywords to find the things I'm looking for. Yeah. And I found all kinds of great stuff. <laughs> I don't know. That just feels weirdly public and open. I think that would make me feel uncomfortable. Well, Not like the 500 pictures from Lenza didn't make me feel weird because of the way some of them looked, but. Yeah, I, I think for Mid Journey, most people are not putting a picture in. They're putting uh, in a yeah. description, and it's yeah. creating what it thinks you want. Okay, because Matt was playing with something where he was putting in stuff about the cats and steampunk, and so we were getting. I have all sorts of steampunk versions of Brax and Gigi now <laughs> because of nice. him. Yeah, because of him playing with it. So I think Matt may have, may have been playing with that one too. But that one, I don't know. I know Jack was. What were you gonna say? Natalie? Um, I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I saw you trying to say something. <laughs> we got distracted again. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I, I squirrel easily, too, so it's okay. Like I said, everyone on this show has some kind of neurodivergence, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor impulse control. Yes. 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 I just, yeah. That should have been under my picture in the yearbook in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday. No, no. Caitlin, my best friend, is is uh we've been best friends for like twenty five years and um he doesn't always take her ADHD medicine when we go to cons. She does it on purpose. Oh yeah, okay. She's she has one of more those. fun. She yeah. has more fun that way. And so um she's going to every single vendor. Like Sunday is like our vendor day. Um she's going to every single vendor and pretty much buying something from every single one oh, no. and eventually i'm like caitlin stop let's, let's, let's reel it in like come back <laughs> but um she we have a good time on those days because like if we're not buying it for ourselves or buying it for our, each other or or because like i'll be at one vendor that she didn't stop at and i'll see like fruits basket something and i'm like <laughs> okay I'm just going to buy this before she comes over here and buys it because that's going to. So, yeah. Or, or Yu Yu Hakusho for me because, yeah. like, I'm a huge Yu Yu Hakusho fan. So, yeah. Impulse control at festivals used to be easier when you just, you know, had a fistful of cash. And if you ran out of cash, you ran out of cash. And then everyone started accepting debit cards. And- I still have to do that. I, like, that's how I, like, that's how I am not completely broke. You physically don't take your card with you? Correct. I was gonna say because if it's on my body somewhere, it's <laughs> um, I yeah no um I just stick that in my suitcase and I take cash with ah, me. See that yeah that's the way to do it because yeah if I've got my card on me I'm done yeah nope. So Bad I I I, I I go into the con I'm like I've got this set amount of money. <laughs> I can spend this much and no more. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. And I, I did pretty good on that this time. Now, there have been times where I have had my card on me. I'm like, ah, just spend a little on the card. And... Steampunk November. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> or Scarborough. Working working at Scarborough was the worst thing. When I, gra- I graduated high school in 95, and, you know, 
like you send out the the you know the announcements and so people will start to send you things and yeah. so i got all of the people that just sent me cash for my graduation my mom was i was going to go to scarborough fair like the weekend after graduation and i was telling my mom i'm like i don't know you know i've got all this money you know all these people sent me money she's like honey you worked so hard i didn't think you'd i didn't think you'd get out of this without getting pregnant just take the money and go to scarborough fair wow. <laughs> i just feel like wow. Yeah, I had so much cash, like three or four hundred dollars. I had like waist cinchers and skirt. Yeah, I spent yeah. so much money at Scarborough Fair that day. No, yep. k- yep. k- Kitty, Kitty would pay me, and the next week I'd spend it. <laughs> oh, at, it was bad at, at Scarborough somewhere, either on the food or on something I found. Yes, yes the so, food. Yeah, <laughs> one of one of my now prized possessions came from from that. So yeah. it's the the map of. Uh, the Fey Realms from Akatar. So, Aww. yeah, tip on my wall. <laughs> I haven't been to Scarborough in a long time, though. I haven't been there since '99. So, so, there's a lot of changes about to happen and have been happening over the last year. Um, being being staff at Steampunk, you're also like really in the know of the staff at Scarborough Fair. There's a lot of crossover. Yes, so the the cast director for Steampunk November is now the cast director at Scarborough Fair. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, lots lots of crossover in the casting. Um, well, doesn't Scarborough do a Steampunk? I thought I saw. I thought I remember seeing something on Facebook about a Steampunk night or something. At no, Scarborough. am I crazy? Scarborough, Scarborough doesn't do anything Steampunk. They don't do anything? Airship. Okay. Airship Allegory does a uh, steampunk invasion every year. That's what I saw. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, um, so Coda, Coda kind of keeps us in the know a little bit on like what's happening with the, the storyline and illustration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like last year, they didn't have a king and queen. I don't know what happened with the king and queen. We At didn't. Scarborough? How? Um, That's okay. I thought that was kind of a. I mean, for as long as I went, that's just so kind we of had, part of it. Yeah, we had for the longest time the same Henry and Catherine yes. of Aragon. The oh, older. see, when I was going to it, it was Henry and um, Anne Boleyn. Oh, okay. Well, okay. as long as I've, I've been going, which is like two, early 2000s. Like I said, this was years ago. So. Um, it's been Catherine of Aragon, like an older oh. Catherine of Aragon with Henry VIII. Okay. And then two, three, like pre-pandemic they switched to a younger henry the eighth with a younger catherine of aragon which makes more sense yeah yeah um and then last year neither one of those actors came back was there a coup (laughs) i have no idea um jamie roy was the mayor of scarborough so Mm -hmm. coda plays jamie roy I hope I'm getting that character correct. Coda plays the mayor of Scarborough. The mayor, yeah, I knew there yeah. was a mayor. So he's, yeah. he's he's just Lord Mayor, and he's in charge of of everything, um, and has a weird obsession about ducks or or like fear of ducks. I don't, I didn't understand it, but everybody's got a weird fear. Everybody's <laughs> got a weird fear, especially at Scarborough. But um, and um, Laura Winslet wants to know: Did they lose their heads? Um, pandemic times were weird. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) we don't know. We have no idea. Anything Um, could have happened. 
the I did see the guy who was playing the young Henry VIII at Scarborough at one point, and he was dressed as the Mad Hatter. So, I mean, I guess you could say he lost his head. <laughs> like, oh no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't handle the crossover. <laughs> but uh, um, so yeah, there's a lot of changes about to happen. A lot of changes to the storyline. I know a lot of like old characters are not coming back. Um, those actors are now playing new characters and yeah, I just I mean there's a certain basic thing that they have to stick to with Scarborough because it's taking yeah. place in a very specific yeah, you know, period so they can't really cuz yeah, yeah, I remember when when I went out there when I was going out there especially in 95, 96, 97 it was Henry Tudor and Anne Boleyn. Yeah. So I didn't know they changed to Catherine of Aragon at some point. I guess it depends on who they can get to play who or yeah. who wants to play. You know, which wife they want to play. Because it's, a, you know, I mean, there's a time period. So. There's six of those to pick from. Like, <laughs> You know, you've got a bit of a range, so it's okay. <laughs> so this is kind of off track a little bit. But my dentist's last name is Holbein. Like, like the artist? Like the artist. And the, the minute I met her, I was like, are you related to Hans Holbein? <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. What was that? <laughs> oh. Oh my god! Let me let me just show you my hyper focus right now. Like, like I said, <laughs> we all have a problem as long as we're all aware of it. Yes. How you doing, Thax? <laughs> I think I was cutting out, Sorry. but you guys were going on so awesome. <laughs> Sorry about it. Sorry. This is the problem that Thax lets me run on, and then I get guests going. Well, and I get Jack going off on the wilds, too, and you just let us go. And then I feel bad because I got yelled at for having ADHD when I was a kid. So, Oh, we don't do that here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm undiagnosed. So it's all good. I did not get diagnosed until not last year, but the year before. So I was 45. Yeah, I was 45. So, yeah, the, the us that grew up in the 80s and 90s with ADHD and, yeah, the lost girls, they started calling us, which is weird, but. Yeah. No, my, my mom took me to be tested when I was 10, and the doctor told her, don't worry, she'll grow out of it when she gets interested in boys and makeup. So, oh. yeah. Big news. I got interested in both and girls, and I still have ADHD. So, <laughs> you know. Thanks, Doc. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah, the 80s was weird. Beth, did you bring anything to uh, show for homework? or uh... No, because, like I said, I was going to watch Strange World um, earlier while I was working. Oh. But I've been in a weird, I won't explain it because it makes me sound really weird and spoiled, but I've been, have, had some weird stuff going on the last few weeks. So I've been like watching, rewatching shows that are like comfort shows, just trying to, so I've been watching Buffy. <laughs> it's the one that I've been watching for the last few days before that I was lost and before that I was a magician's. But if I watch something for too long, then I start to have weird dreams about it. So when I started having weird dreams about Lost, I had to stop. And so that was part of the way through season six or the beginning of season six. I had to stop. And so I started watching Buffy. So, yeah, I'm midway through season three on Buffy right now. Because <laughs> sometimes well, I just see white you, noise. Last week you did a, a, a teaser for your new podcast dissertation. I have which, actually, uh, I have the final one now. Why? You're not going to play it, are you? No, oh, okay. I, 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 <laughs> you were I making that you face. I thought you might, but you can talk about it if you've got Are new you news. Because well, I didn't want to. I I feel like I bring that up too much, and I don't. That may not be interesting for 
the the audience because it's not exactly steampunk. So that's true, but it's all you know libraries and literature has its. It, we need it. We need it to be steampunk. Okay, uh, so what Thax is so talking about? I'm very about, excited about it. My, I think we've talked about it before. My dissertation is which my I passed my prospectus defense on December fifth. So I've been released to start my actual dissertation. My dissertation is going to be a podcast. I don't know if I've actually said the name on here before or the website. The podcast is going to be Anxiety in the Archives. And the website is anxietyinthearchives.com. The website's already up. The teaser trailer is going to drop probably this weekend. I'm just waiting for my advisors to um, come to an agreement (laughs) on all of the sounds for it. So the teaser trailer is going to drop this weekend. And then the actual first episode is going to drop on February 26th. And it's essentially about academic libraries and who is allowed to have access to what and why. And people that are against open access. And I'm taking open access, which is a very real thing in academic libraries. And I'm comparing the opponents of open access to villains in books about libraries. So it's, <laughs> it sounds really complicated. It's actually not. I'm just, I'm doing just a, it's your basic literary analysis of books about libraries, like um, Bullet Catcher's Daughter, which is super steampunk by um, Rod Duncan. And then The Great Library Series by Rachel Kane, which is also way steampunk. And then A.J. Hackwitz Hell's Library Series. And Genevieve Cogman's The Invisible Library Series. I'm doing those four book series. And I'm just talking about libraries and how we view them and how they can be centers of authority and centers of revolution. So it's going to be 16 episodes. It's going to run from February to October. And then hopefully at the end of it, I will be Dr. Elizabeth Hedrick. So, (laughs) So, yeah, the trailer, the teaser trailer will come out this weekend. So. And I've already gotten a tease of the teaser trailer. Yeah, I keep sending really it. Cool. Well, it's and cool. Bax and Jack have voices. I'm not sure. They were in my prospectus, but the prospectus, we're going to kind of split it apart and turn it into two episodes with extra material. So I don't know where they'll show up in those first two episodes, but Bax and Jack will be in at least either episode one or episode two of the show. So because they're... 10 seconds. Because... <laughs> Because I'm asking my delightful and adorable friends that I love so much to read quotes from the books that I'm talking about. Because nice. I didn't want to use clips from the audiobooks. I figured I'd use the people that I love to read the quotes. And Thax did an amazing job. <laughs> I no. gave him, The only instructions I gave him were panicked old white academic man. <laughs> <laughs> panicked old white man? I could do it. <laughs> and he did so good. So this is, you know, um, a warning for y'all that I may contact anybody at any time to read a quote for me for the show. So I yeah. want to. I had a good time for the 10 seconds and for I'm ready seconds. to do it again. So, yeah. So like I said, Thax and Jack each did um, a quote for me and then a couple other my friends did. So the first or second episode, but I'll, you know, if you want it. Anybody who's listening, if you want to read a book quote for me for the show sometime between February and October. Send me a message. <laughs> okay, we'll talk. <laughs> because, like I said, it's about these four different series, and there's a lot of quotes that I need to put in it. So, yeah. But I'll send... Oh, and also, if you want to hear the prospectus that I turned in, again, send me a message. I'll send you the file, and you can hear yeah. what I'm talking about. You'll get a better idea. Cool. So, yeah. So, I'm And gonna... with that, we're hitting 9 o'clock. <laughs> I took up five minutes for you. There you go. <laughs> 
I, I'm excited about it. Just just uh, the little, you know, snippets that that uh, you've already sent out. Like this sounds like a really cool thing to follow, and uh, I've been we're going to talk about it more when things start coming out. Yeah, I've been curious about it because I've I've heard Thax and Jack talk about you you know you're gone doing your thesis or whatever because I don't I don't get to tune into the show all the time yeah um so I've been like what what is what is what is she doing like, it like, will be the second podcast dissertation okay, the second cool. ever podcast dissertation the last one was in 2019 I mean there's another one but it's an audio drama so it's not quite the because mine's not that mine is just yeah so. Everybody at TWU apparently in the grad school knows, and they're all excited about this new project. <laughs> so there's pressure. So yeah, <laughs> I either crash and burn or I do really well. But either way, TWU is going to remember. So, <laughs> so yeah, if y'all want to hear the prospectus, I can send you the files. But I'm going to drop the trailer on my Steampunk Dollhouse feed this weekend and on its own feed. I'm going to set up the feed this weekend for the new show. So Dax, if you want to drop it on the steampunk connection feed i'll send you the file as well so that that one's up to you though i wasn't gonna ask so we'll talk about it some more okay uh, but now i gotta bring up our, our now we're done orders, <laughs> uh texas steampunk connection thanks for, for tuning in everybody texas steampunk connection is brought to you in part by J.R. seeger's novel a school for the great game an edwardian teen elizabeth bancroft resents being sent to college in india the college is, in fact, the British Indian School for the Spies, where Elizabeth will learn to uh, the family business of espionage, martial arts, and the Tibetan mystical arts. The School for the Great Game is the first in a steampunk, the Steampunk Raj series available on Amazon. We're also brought in part to you thanks to Fair Treasures. Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas-made female-presenting costumes and accessories for Renaissance fairs and steampunk wear. And one-of-a-kind imported jewelry, you can shop Fair Treasures at www.fairtreasures, with an E, fair.com, or on Etsy, uh, or ask Natalie, because she works there. <laughs> uh, also, our patrons, we want to thank uh, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, and of course, uh, Rita and Lawrence Allen, our original patrons, <laughs> for, for their support of the show, and... Uh, we also need to thank Natalie McTavish for uh, joining us tonight and thank filling you. in with uh, Jack not being able to make it and uh, really telling us about IkiCon because I wanted to go but it didn't it didn't work out for me. Sounded like fun. It was a lot of fun. So next year. <laughs> and then I'll pass this over to Flavio to uh, write us out. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening Steampunk that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar on our Patreon, um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, Steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, TexasSteampunkConnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at TX Steam Connect One oh. in Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah, so yeah, once again, thank you very much, and until next time, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges.